This is the Technology Advisory Professionals Technology Innovation and Growth Podcast. Welcome to the TAP Technology Innovation and Growth Podcast. Today's episode is Technology Partners. Do you have a good one? Uh, We're joined today by two bright people who happen to be friends. Uh, First is Dr. Sean McRae, a Calgaryan who's taken considerable, his considerable talents to the banks of the Cuyahoga. (laughs) And is working working to bring more data analytics into medicine and the paramedical industry. Our other guest today is Mr. Rodney Frank, another Calgarian who has a long history of technology architecture and helping guide businesses into value spending of their technology dollars. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Awesome. So the title of this episode kind of illustrates my aim, but to put a finer point on it, I think maybe what we can uh, what we can talk about is is kind of company experiences. Uh, Have uh, the companies what kind of experience the companies have with their technology partners and maybe some things in retrospect or some things that business decision makers uh, want to keep in mind uh, while evaluating their technology partners. Uh, I think in both of these things, I've, I, we've structured this so that we have business people on one side, technology people on another side, fight to the death type of thing. Let's get going. It sounds good. <laughs> So, Sean, uh, yes, you've worked across North America and you've worked in technology. True. Yeah. Kind of yeah. a cup of coffee in technology, as it were. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, first off, uh, do you notice the difference between the United States and Canada in how we view technology? Uh, yeah, especially in the healthcare field, um, because in the U.S., uh, healthcare is more of a business than it than it really is in in Canada or in Europe, right? With with Canada and Europe, we have a traditionally singular paying system, meaning the government pays for it. Where in the United States, it's a very multifaceted, um, multi payer system, and there's a lot of private insurance. So you have the VA insurance, you have private insurance, you have Medicare, Medicaid insurance, and then you have cash payer individuals, right? And all of those insurances, as if it wasn't confusing enough, right, with Blue Cross, Blue Shield, United Healthcare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, if it wasn't confusing enough, those payers change how they pay for the exact same service depending on the part of the country that you live in, right? right? So they so they'll take the let's say the Pacific Northwest, you know, uh, Washington State, Oregon, Idaho, and they'll pay for a specific service differently than they will if you're down in, let's say, Texas or Florida. Nice. So So, things things get very, very complicated when you start to look at um, what the reimbursement rates are if you're a national or multi-state corporation right for reimbursement you can't just say well in colorado they're going to give me 50 cents for whatever test 
So they have to give me 50 cents in Maine and Washington State and Arizona because that might not be the case. They may give you 35. Different than here in Canada where we have sort of the single payer system uh, going on. That's 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 a huge difference. Yeah. And so you may you may um, get 35 cents from Maine and you may get 65 cents from Arizona for the exact same thing that you only get 50 cents for in Colorado. So that's that's really um, one of the big, big changes. And so when you start to use uh, analytics and data in sort of understanding uh, who your target area or your target person is for the healthcare uh, that you're providing, right, you really need to be able to whittle down what you're what you're looking for what your hot targets are in order to find that high value target right and that that can become very overwhelming very quickly you know it it it's the difference between understanding what you want so that you can go from drinking from a fire hose to drinking from a tap right and right. it'll it'll drown you quick if you just don't understand <laughs> what you're doing that's uh, and you bring up you bring up data analytics and this is obviously uh, a bit of a, a buzzword in the industry right now. But I, sure, I, yeah, I, I think we can't uh, in uh, actually in every industry. But I think we can't discount how important data analytics is. Sure. My my question is, are you able to find in the U.S. and I know the answer for Canada, and we'll get into this in a bit. But in the U.S., are you able to find technology partners who can adequately service? data analytics platforms for you? And how hard is it to find a competent data analytics partner? See, you know, that, that, that's an interesting question because, <laughs> because last year, that was just an incredibly hot topic here in the U.S. Um, as far as sports teams go, especially specifically the NFL. The NFL is a multi-billion dollar industry. I mean, nonprofit. Um, <laughs> and it yes. just, it just churns out cash faster than they can spend it. Well, they really got, they had, they had this big, big buzz about data analytics last year and, and a little bit before, but the interesting, that's not the interesting part. The interesting part of it was that there were the majority of the NFL teams of this billion dollar network couldn't adequately define what they were looking for and churn out proper information so that they could actually apply that information to their product. So they had seemingly an endless resources to answer the question of, it, analytically, is this person or is this position or is this player good for our team based on our need at that position. And they couldn't answer it, right? Right, And it, was, it certainly wasn't because they were lacking money, they weren't lacking capital, and they, I would hesitate to suggest that they were lacking anyone competent putting up their hand saying, hey, pick me to work in the National Football League. So is there, in my opinion, is there a real um, outstanding corporation or, or, or company that can adequately handle the needs of companies like the NFL, I would say that that's probably fairly slim pickings. And if you could show that you are 
dealing with that or, or really being able to zone in or zero in on that uh, um, target area, I mean, you would be suddenly drinking from a fire hose in the sense of clients coming to you demanding your services. You just wouldn't have, you wouldn't have enough, there wouldn't be enough time in the day. Totally. Yeah. Right. So if we, if we assume that, and I think this is fair assumption, if we assume that the NFL has almost infinite resources, then, then, you know, what, what, uh, what are the prospects for smaller companies that have most definitely uh, defined resources? I mean, when I look at the U.S., they're a ten x they're ten x larger than Canada, sure. mm-hmm. yep. uh, and as such, they they have ten x opportunity, which yep. in my mind means there's ten x number of companies willing to say, you know what, I'll do your data analytics for you, mm-hmm. and they take large sums of money out of these companies. Sure. And don't actually provide any value. Is correct. Is that is that a, a fair assessment? I, I think I think that is a very accurate and and fair assessment. And I think part of the issue, um, really, is not. I don't I don't think the onus needs to necessarily be held onto the company that comes in and says, "Hey, I'll take that project and I'll do that project for you. Um, you know, and you'll pay me for it, and we'll all be happy." Uh, I think really it falls, and I think this is really where a, 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 an emerging company could really shine and really show its value and bring a real sense of added value to, you know, the data analytics world where the individual that says, hey, as like, let's say the the NFL, the individual that says, hey, I need an interior linebacker or an inside linebacker or a defensive end or a quarterback or whatever it is. I need this individual to plug into this position so that I can go at least make a playoff run, right? The problem isn't that they don't understand that they need this position filled. The problem is there are so many uh, pieces of information that you can get out of your data analytics that they don't know what they don't know, right? They don't know what pieces to pick, right? Because really, when I look at when I look at data, I only look at somewhere between five and seven pieces of key data. I go, okay, if I'm if I'm up around 10, 15 pieces, I'm going, uh oh, I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. I need to I need to wean this down. I need to filter it all down. So there's five to seven key pieces of information that I'm looking at. And then I can adequately compare, you know, apples to apples because I don't want my Granny Smith being compared to my English cucumber because now I'm lost. Right. So with that, with that statement, is it fair to say that maybe smaller companies, when you're looking at uh, doing data analytics things, and this is this is a really interesting conversation that I want to revisit sure. uh, later on because I think this we could talk about data analytics for hours. But sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the reality is, is it a is it a good rule of thumb for smaller companies to say, you know, when when considering data analytics, don't get don't get overwhelmed by a flood of data. Make sure you absolutely. are, are focusing yeah. on three yes. or four or five yeah. things. Because yeah, absolutely. For sure. Because it's it's like it's like if let's say I work at an orthopedic spine company 
and all we do is specialize in endoscopic spinal surgery, let's just for talk, right? If I go, hmm, I want to up my business, I want to bring more patients into my clinic. So rather than focusing in on, let's say, Denver, Colorado, I'm going to look at the entire United States of America. Well, I'm going to get a significantly larger data pool for all of the U.S. rather than just Denver, Colorado, right? So I think where where the real value comes from a company is being able to walk into these larger facilities that need the data analytics and say, this is what you need. This is, tell me your issue. And they say, mm, spine surgery or linebackers or, you know, how many cans of Campbell's soup am I selling off the shelves, you know, Saturday afternoons at the Quickie Mart, right? Whatever it is, you take that topic and you say, okay, there's 35 pieces of data here that I could pull from, but these are only, these five or seven are the really key ones. And if you can go back and say, these are your key uh, impact leaders, your, your real decision makers, as far as numbers go, this is what you need to focus on come, come, you know, hell or high water. This is what you need. That's where you're really going to earn your money, I think. And that's where they're going to see some significant value because they've already got probably eight people in their major corporation saying that we have to look at everything and you don't because you can't. Right. Right. You'll get lost in the detail. Right. Absolutely. So at this point, I'm going to I'm going to kind of bring uh, Rodney into this. Rodney, you've been in IT in in technology for many years. I, forgive me for not knowing exactly how many years. Uh, I'm assuming it's it's in the. He doesn't want to give your age away. Over twenty. That's all I'm going to say. Over (laughs) twenty. Excellent. Uh, You've worked with large and small companies. Uh, If you had to choose one thing in this whole thing that would help a company make a better technology decision, uh, what would you what what advice would you give? Well, you know, I think it's it's a matter of having a good understanding of. Uh, uh, your own business first off um, you need to have that solid understanding of you know what are these key performance metrics that are really gonna drive my business forward and then it's a matter of working with uh, someone who can help you bring those metrics and bring those key decision points and and whatever and kind of find ways of, of pulling them from the various systems that you've got and then consolidating that into some sort of a, a business picture that you can look at that's not just a dashboard of numbers, but actually has some significant impact in terms of what it's telling you about your business. Um, a lot of companies, they, they may know one segment of their business. They may, they may really understand delivery or distribution, but on the other side, the shipping and receiving side of bringing all those materials into the plant, they may not have such a clear picture. And so a lot of times it's sort of stitching these different pieces together and helping them understand their business better to be able to drive those business indicators that those high level C-level executives need in order to make their decisions. Sure. So having been on the other side of the coin, being a technology guy from the beginning, uh, I'll say beginning, but for several years anyways, uh, I'll assume that you've been with uh, good and poor examples of of technology implementation companies uh you know specific to the data analytics piece because i know because it is a buzzword and it is such a hot topic are there things that you might throw up as as indicators for 
for red flags that companies would you would say, you know what, these are things you should probably if you hear these things, run, don't walk, but run away from these people. <laughs> so you know it's it's kind of funny because a lot of the uh, a lot of the key things that you want to look for is you want to you want to be able to see that your that your technology provider is doing just some of the basics. A lot of times you can go into your system, you can ask them, hey, can you show me the last backup? And, you know, if you're not even seeing that you've got a, a recent backup as, 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 early, as, you know, late as last night at 5 p.m. or something along those lines, you probably don't have a very good IT provider in there. Right. Uh, now, is that the true measure of a good IT provider? No, because, you know, that kind of gets you mediocre. That gets you, that gets you somebody who's at least taking care of making sure that you're going to operate the next day and have something to fall back on. But they're not really yet turning the corner and, you know, asking you the right questions to move your business forward. And, you know, really that's sort of the struggle that I, that I see here in Canada quite a bit is that, a lot of the technology providers are doing that sort of lights on, that basic maintenance uh, very well. But when it comes to truly understanding what your business represents and where you're trying to take it and how you're trying to get somewhere else, you know, maybe become the Uber of your industry, they they really don't have the chops to be able to stand up and get you there. Right. So, so from my experience and, and related to that, I would say, uh, Having worked for many IT companies and providers, uh, there's there's uh, to tie them both together. There's a lot of uh, ambition in those companies, and there's a lot of reticence for companies to say no. So when we when we go back to to Sean's point, the the really exciting bit about data analytics and getting your your business, uh, getting that information, that critical targeted information about your business, you know, looking at at is your company doing the basic things? Is your IT provider doing the basic things? Let's make sure that's in order before you say, "Hey, you know, let's let's look at data analytics." Because I'm, I'm not. I won't say 100%, but in the high 90s, that if you say, "Hey, let's do analytics," the most IT companies will say, absolutely. "Yeah, let's let's do it." <laughs> absolutely, freaking lutely. Sounds sounds great. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Let's, let's spend a hundred thousand dollars on data analytics, and oh, by the way, we have no clue what we're doing. There's a, you know, having having gone through business school, there there's a bunch of fake it till you make it uh, that's preached in business school, but this is almost a a religion in IT. You know, we'll just We'll figure it out. We'll sign the contract and figure it out. And, you know, let's, for those small businesses, let's make sure you're doing the basics first. If you're not even getting that done, let's probably not task you with something bigger. Right. Well, you know, it's it's funny because uh, the example that you used with the NFL and stuff, I have a friend who, uh, who works in a startup company and their whole their whole business model is based on, uh, basically sort of wearables. And so they've got inserts yeah. that they could put inside the bottom of a, a football player's shoe mm -hmm. and they can monitor him throughout the game and see all of a sudden when his, his normal sort of cadence and running step and sidestep and stop and things are out of the norm for him and they can tell that maybe he's about to roll an ankle. And, you know, in order to do that type of a, a data analytic, you need some extreme AI that has monitored yeah. hours and hours of that player's 
you know, training times and, and practice times and then live in games and, and can tell, you know, is does he play different when he's in a game versus when he's in a practice session and all of those different pieces. And if you've got just sort of a basic IT company that, you know, is having trouble keeping the lights on, for them to know and understand some of those things that are involved in terms of AI and how do we how do we bridge this gap and 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 analyze this stuff in six different ways, you know, it's not apples to apples. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. And and that's when you need that seasoned professional, the individual who really understands that it's not apples to apples, and but understands, you know, has the wisdom to understand you know, that a tomato is a fruit, but I'm not putting it in a fruit salad. Right. right. So you need to be able to find that person that knows that. Right. 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 Yeah. The, the wherewithal to, to understand the limitations of yeah. ability and, and what the actual gains are. And I think there's a bit of, um, there's a bit of, we're going to excuse my language, but, but baffle you with bullshit. <laughs> and, yeah. and, you know, because, because it's such a, it's such a buzzword. I, I, I feel like many business leaders are afraid to go. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because, because it makes them, makes them feel like they're uneducated or stupid and, and they don't want to look stupid in front of their team. And then, you know, it almost makes them feel vulnerable to to being just babbled at and and right for, for whatever reason in the business world we generally don't want to raise our hand and say hey i don't know what that means like i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what the 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 cdl means what do you, what you need to <laughs> Give me the words. Sorry, right, you know. What, what is the CDL? <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's a, the cre Creative Destruction Lab. It's a really there. great company. It's a really great program for startup companies. But you know, that's that's we'll talk about that in the no, future. Because if if you don't know what these acronyms mean, then you're already lost, and you're right. never going to catch up. Right. Right. And and I, my experience in in my twenty plus years of, of IT is that that's that's a that's exactly what many are hoping for. If we say big words and use acronyms, sure. TLAs, three letter acronyms, mm -hmm. uh, people will just not ask questions for fear of of you know yeah. not understanding. And yeah. and I think that that's that's a poor I think that's a, a poor way for companies to operate towards their their customers. Yeah. And their customers need to understand it's it's similar to if somebody came in and started asking you for something in Chinese or, right. or, or Arabic and you just you're just speaking a different language. Right. And, yeah. And I, and I think I think the real litmus test um, is starting to become, at least in healthcare, it, it really is now with from the consumer. The real litmus test is, can you explain my condition in verbiage that I can understand, because if you can't, I'm taking my images and I'm going to go home, right? I'm, I'm getting my ball and I'm leaving the, the park, right? Because I, I'm not going to play with you anymore. And I think that's the litmus test that's sort of spilling over into business now as well. If you can't 
if, if you can use all the big words you want, but if you can't explain to me what those big words mean, then you need to get your ball and you need to go home. Right. right? Yeah, you know, you know, one of my one of my favorite mentors uh, when I was in a uh, small oil and gas uh, services company. Um, he, he, he told me that there was a, an Einstein saying that something along the lines of, you know, if you can't explain it simple enough, you're, mm-hmm. you don't know it well enough. Right. And, uh, and so, you know, when, when you apply that to it, I was, I was in a situation during that period of my, in my career where I was sort of suffering from intermediates disease. I thought I knew everything and I was throwing <laughs> techno babble everywhere. That's because as soon as I said TCP IP, you know, people just kind of went, Oh, he, he must know what he's talking about with networking. And right. the reality yeah. of it was that, um, all it did was confuse anyone that was in the business. And so as I sort of progressed in my career and gotten past that, I've really taken that, that phrase to heart where, you know, if, if you can't break that down into something simple that you could explain even to your, you know, your son or daughter who's, who's sitting at home right now and you can't explain that concept well enough to them, uh, you probably still have a little more to learn in that space. And, uh, and the reality of it is, is you know, that's, that's almost a, a, an indicator you can watch for in your technology professionals is if you stop them and you pause them and you say, hey, you know, I don't understand that. And then they come back with you with more techno babble. Chances are they don't understand it well enough either. Right. You know, that, that could be a great test for, for customers who even do understand the technology. Just you say, have- I don't understand explain yeah. it to me and yeah. if they can't they can't break it down for them uh, probably not the right person to be doing this for you for sure yeah for so. sure absolutely yeah. all right so we're we're kind of at 30 minutes now and i and i don't want to take up too much more of your time uh so i guess in conclusion what have we learned here uh in my mind maybe you guys can correct me if i'm wrong uh, data analytics is a very exciting piece of technology and something that every company should start thinking about, if oh, not sure. progressing down that path. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think I think just to add in on that, I think every company, if they're not already thinking about it, I think they're the boat is gone for them. They're on the shore, and everyone else is, you know, enjoying the view from the cruise line because right. they're so far behind now. They think they're in first place. Right. You, if, if you haven't already started thinking about it or at least engaging a company to start doing it for you, then I, I think you've just missed it. Right. I, to give a bit of a shameless plug to, to Netflix there, uh, there was a movie that I might suggest to business leaders to, to watch called The Great Hack. If you're not a data head, it's probably a little bit dry for you, but the the message out of that should be the a type of information you can get out of data analytics is incredibly powerful. Oh, it's yeah. unbelievably powerful. So yeah. something you definitely need to look forward to or be thinking about today if you're not already. Uh, the, the second piece of this is, is you know, not every technology partner uh, can execute a data analytics platform. So sure. make sure you analyze or interpret or at least evaluate your uh, IT partners, and let's start with the basics. Make sure they're getting the basics done. Yeah. If, if yeah. they're not able to wipe the dribble <clears throat> from their chin, let's not try to make them into a into a, a scientist. All right. Right. If, if if they don't know what end of the hockey stick to hold, then maybe they're not the right player for you. It's a well, shameless I mean, plug to Canadian. 
<laughs> listeners. The key piece there too, though, is you know, just because they can do the basics doesn't mean that they can bring those simple terms to you, right? And so, even if you've got a technology partner who can show you a report that says your backups are happening every Friday night at six p.m. and last successful one was yesterday, you know, you still need to engage them a little bit more before you're willing to look at some of these advanced topics, some of these things like data analytics, business business intelligence. You know, artificial intelligence, things along those lines. If you're if you're starting to delve into those, you, you got to pause again and you got to say, okay, first first things first, how are my backups? How are my basics? And then you know, beyond that, it's now let's talk about some of these concepts like AI and and BI and and uh, data analytics and and you know, try to try to break some of this down for me. Help me understand what you know data analytics means to you. Maybe you have a different definition of data analytics than what I do. And finding that right partner is is key to to making sure that you guys can push forward and actually do something effective in that space. Because, like you said, you know, you could you can bring in a company to do this data analytics, but all of a sudden, if they're drinking from the fire hose and they have no idea which way is left or right, yeah. you know, uh, right. you're stuck. You're not moving yeah, forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to uh, put a pin in it there. We will be back and talk about data analytics in the near future. We also uh, talk about uh, a couple of other things that we've kind of touched on here. But uh, you know, for a for a first episode, I think we've kind of got all we can get out of this one. All right. Thank thank Perfect. you, gentlemen. Uh, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Good. Rodney. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, you bet. Take care. Thank you too. Bye bye. Bye. You have been listening to the Technology Advisory Professionals Podcast. 